Hi, I'm Melinda. And I'm Raphael. And we're the Colognes. We are a married couple running a successful professional services marketing agency that is focused on providing support services to AEC and CRE firms. We're excited to now be expanding our ability to connect with marketing and business development leaders through this podcast. Our mission is to provide as much value as we can and offer our suggestions on relevant tools and resources. Join us where we'll interview experts, cover solutions to your marketing challenges, and share our take on how to combat bottlenecks in your marketing efforts. Sprinkled with some laughs and some good, clean clean fun. fun. (laughs) Quill pen with ink. Writing on some loose leaf notebook paper, scribble, 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 dot, 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 put it in an envelope, contents, dear marketing manager. You know, that introduction actually reminded me of uh, when uh, Ross and uh, (laughs) Rachel, (laughs) Ross and Rachel, Ross and Rachel were on a break and she wrote this really long letter and he didn't read it. And when she was like, well, does it? <laughs> and he was like, yes. And he didn't know what he was agreeing to. And like the rest of the show, really, the series was about like, well, not about them, but like the, I guess the backhanded question, the question, the joke was that they were on a break, whether or not they were on a break or not is, you know, still the mystery. So today we're going to be mm-hmm. talking about what it means to be a a marketing manager and it's it's a little bit of different tone so this is specifically for my marketing manager friends and just out in the industry and you got a lot going on and so that's why we title it dear marketing manager because we want to talk to you in a way like we're just sitting across from you drinking a nice glass of red wine and just you know shooting the breeze Insert Michael Jackson eating popcorn in a movie theater. That's great, honey. So it's going to be a little bit of tough love. And it's also going to be give, giving you some, you know, quick tips that you can apply that are realistic because we we know how challenging it is to, to be a marketing manager in our industry, no matter what day it is, but specifically in the season of change in our world and in our market and in our industry. So I just want to make sure that we see you. And we want you to know that we're supporting you. And it comes across as advice from someone who wants the industry to be better and just thinks it work better. So, a lot of times when I meet other marketing managers, you know, say at conferences or events or something like that, they're just like, oh, so what do you do? And I go, I'm a marketing consultant. And they kind of like their tone and attitude and energy changes. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, no, I really am not here to sell you on something. I really am not. I'm here to listen. And I have been doing a lot of listening, a lot of listening, and I have experienced a lot. And I mean, we're not going to be able to cover it in 20 minutes, but I will be, you know, sharing some tips and sharing some journey things that are just here to say, you're not alone. You're not the only one. You're not alone. It's not okay. But here is what we need to stay focused on and just really adjusting our mindset for towards positivity and impact and, you know, avoiding things that we can't really change. So starting out with the serenity prayer, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, change the things that I can and the wisdom to know the difference. And the wisdom part is what we're really talking about today. So 
I'm going to start about start out with the white the elephant in the room. And I say white elephant. Is this Christmas time? <laughs> <laughs> because there has been such an, a push in our industry, good, bad, or indifferent, for a shift in DEI. And I'm mentioning it without mentioning it because I think it's important to know that it's okay to have an opinion about that. And it's okay to just respect people how you feel that you want to be respected. That's all I'm going to say. I am going to say also that balancing a work and life style does not exist. So if you're thinking like, okay, I just need to figure out to give 50-50% or 100-100% to my work life and my personal life that it just doesn't exist. It's not, it's not a thing. It's it every single day. It ebbs and flows and morphs into different things based on the need and the demand of the moment. And that's why boundaries is so important. That's why I touched on DI momentarily because it's a part of boundaries. Whatever we're receiving as messaging in our community, in our world, we have to define what that means for us on our own. And if we're, you know, totally in agreement with everything that's going on, then okay, great. And if we're not, okay, great. It is still great to be authentic and to be you. And you shouldn't apologize for being anything other than that. Where you should apologize is if you're trying to be something that you're not. And I'm really starting out with mindset because I think that a lot of the energy and focus and success that we have as professionals in this industry start with mindset is who we are. If we're being authentic, if we're being real, if we're looking in the mirror and saying, okay, Melinda, this is who I am. This is how I'm going to show up today. And I'm going to have a great day. Then that stress, those nightmares and dreams about getting proposals submitted start to like, just they'll be there they'll dissipate right it'll be yeah less. they'll dissipate they'll they'll still be there but they won't be as impactful as they are now you won't be waking up checking your email you'll be waking up to drink coffee and to smile and to say hello and good morning and to actually experience life opposed to experiencing business at the crack of dawn what i'm saying here is balancing work and personal life it just doesn't exist and what we need to remember is we can't be everywhere all at once. We have to define what that looks like for us. And it's okay because as long as it's what we need to do, and I didn't say anything about feelings. I didn't say anything about emotions. This is what we need to do. Then that's what we're going to do in that moment. And we're going to put our focus towards success in those areas. I want to share a quick story briefly, a quick, quick, quick story about balancing work and life. And for several years, back to back in working in this industry, when I was starting out in this industry, I was dealing with a lot, nothing different from any of us in our lives as adults. We just experience a lot, right? But my experience at the time was dealing with the the passing of my mom, a lot of changes in my family, and really feeling, you know, alone and abandoned in my personal life. And entering into the industry was super challenging because this is what I was really passionate about. I kind of found myself in the industry 
And at the same token, I was going through so much in my personal life and I didn't know how or if I needed to define boundaries. And so fast forward a few years later after that, I mean, I was sick back to back physically, physically, emotional and mentally sick back to back to back where I had to be, you know, rushed to the hospital from work or put on medication or I couldn't drive for eight weeks or I needed to have surgery and be laid up for eight weeks. I mean, and it truly was because I was stretching myself so, so thin. This is what I truly believe it was because I was trying to be balanced. I was trying to find balance between work and life and it just doesn't exist. What does exist is defining boundaries. And that doesn't say that it doesn't mean that you have to say no to everyone. This means that I needed to say no to the things that I didn't need to do or be. I needed to be really authentic with myself and with other people. And when I started showing up for myself, that's when I started to receive a lot of positive energy and connection and relationships and started getting building confidence and understanding who I am and who who I'm supposed to be. And when that happened, oh my gosh, all the hard work that I had been putting in just started multiplying because I was just who I was. I was just, I am who I am and I'm not apologetic for that. And I'm always improving. And I'm only going to apologize when I am not who I am supposed to be. So wherever you are in your journey as a marketing manager, I'm saying that because It's okay to practice empathy. It's okay to listen actively. It's okay to withhold judgment. It's okay to be understanding and show empathetic body language, practice mindfulness, ask open-ended questions, have that open door policy. That is really what open door policy really means. It's being empathetic. And so if you have a passion and drive to be a leader and a manager, because those are two different things, then you're going to make out life in a positive way. You're going to make an impact on your team, on yourself, on your family, on your friends, whoever comes into contact with you because of how you present yourself just as you. And then trying to delegate and identify like, okay, so do I need to do this specific task that, you know, leadership is asking me to do? Or am I okay? Do I feel good and comfortable? And it isn't my gut Is my gut saying, you know what? I don't want to pile on more to my team. I need to stand up for my team. I need to protect my team. Yeah, you do. That is a part of being a marketing manager. It's not just delegating the work or having the title. It's also being a leader and protecting the people that you are are governing are over because they're looking to you to be an example of how to be. And so you want to not take that pressure and put it on your shoulders, but you wanna be able to define what that looks like for them and for you, specifically for you. Last few notes that I wanted to share in our Dear Marketing Manager message today is tracking results and how to manage workload. So what I actually just started recently, and I wish I had done this years ago, is making a list of all of my accomplishments. Now it like sounds so simple and so silly, but 
just a few months ago, I had to write a bio for myself. You know, I need to build my brand story and my origin story and all that stuff. And I'm like, I have no idea what I did. (laughs) I'm like, I've just been doing things. I've been living life and I haven't really been keeping a log of what that does, what, what that is. And, you know, a lot of you might have journals, but a lot of you might not. And you'd be surprised just checking in once a week, if that, or once a month and just, you know, putting it in your phone, like creating a little notepad in your phone and just saying, I got acknowledged at work today for blank. I got an award this week for blank. I got promoted for blank. And this does two things. It starts to become this, like this confidence booster when you really need it, right? Because life is not perfect, like we started out with. But after a while, this is a pretty cool bio, right? Like this is something that you got to be really proud of. So when you go to your boss and you're like, you know what? I've done some amazing things and I'm thinking about this idea for our team. And here's what I did for this nonprofit organization in my personal life. And I want to bring it here in this organization. Wow. How powerful. So just bringing things full circle and connecting the dots between personal and professional. How do you track the results? That's how you track the results. And then managing your workloads and your team's workload is, is really, we say this all the time, is swatted. If that's a, um, an annual thing that you just kind of gather people in your office and your marketing department and you go out to lunch or have a long lunch and talk about your SWAT um, or maybe it's like a little um, internal marketing retreat that you have or if you're a marketing department of one, we have a great resource for you on our website. It's called the Marketing Department of Work One Worksheet. And it's the marketer's refresh that walks you through how to identify your SWAD and then have these really thoughtful conversations with your leadership team because you have to go, kind of go back and say, hey guys, this is what we've defined as priority. And we've taken in consideration all the things that you feel like are priority. But here's the reality of the situation and here's the plan of action to move forward and really owning that. Because as a marketing manager, you're not just a manager of the company, but you kind of are like holding hats and like managing different responsibilities, both personally and professionally within your organizations. You know, you're you're connecting with people with understanding that you're not going to have all the answers. You're not supposed to. You're supposed to guide them. You know, when uh, my mom was really sick and she couldn't stand on her own, I would take her arm and I would guide her. That is what you do. You lift them up and you guide them to where they need to go. It's not um, doing the work for them. It's helping them understand they can do it with just a little support. So how can you guide and support people on your team? How can you make an impact on your team? And it doesn't need to be grand. It doesn't need to be flashy. It can just be as small as just sending an email or a text and checking in and saying, hey, how'd your day go? That goes so far, especially with so much change in the industry. We want to help you. Fortis OBM is here to help you, not to replace you, not to correct you, but to help you be a better version of you at work so that it just relieves that stress and that misalignment from the priorities that maybe the company or your department is focused on. So we're here to say we've got you. We are listening. We're watching. 
And we want to hear from you because at the end of the day, we're friends. We, we really are passionate about what we do. We're not going anywhere. And not only that, we're creating solutions that answer your biggest problems. And we can't wait to share more of that with you in the future. I don't have much to add except boundaries. As you mentioned earlier, I think it's important because with boundaries, get those for yourselves, but you also let other people know what they are. That way, when there's a lot of options or a lot of things coming at you, you can say no and be strong with that and know how, maybe not say no in a definite way, but say no to you and say, how can I delegate that issue and problem to somebody else to make that, to solve a solution to that? And also uh, and changing your mindset and in some ways, instead of saying no, you say yes to something else. And that uh, becomes a positive way of thinking. You know, I remember a friend of mine who was a marketing manager. She got promoted, but was a marketing manager at the time. And she and I would meet up for lunch every once in a while. And she'd say to me, like, I don't have anyone at work. I don't have anyone to like lean on to tell them like, okay, help me understand what I'm doing here. Or I'm fr- I'm flustered. Like, I just kind of want to just like walk away from this. And she's like, I, I really value these, these lunches, not only just like just laugh and have fun, but sometimes I just need to blow off some steam so that I can go back and really focus on what I need to focus on. Like, because our emotions do get involved in it. I mean, we're human beings. We're connected with our emotions. And Sometimes when we, you know, get a request or are asked to do something and it's not necessarily what we want to do in the moment, it's like, oh my gosh, like, I can't believe this person is asking me to do X. That doesn't feel so great. You don't want to just dive in and help and you are not focused because you're still focused on your emotions. And I feel like that's okay. I feel like that's okay to feel and where you don't want to be is keep feeling. Like allow yourself a few moments to feel. And then, all right, I need to focus on this. You could pick up your feelings when you leave. You could pick up your feelings in the car. You could sing your your favorite song on the way home just to kind of burn a little bit of mind mind energy, I call it. (laughs) Um, Or you can head to the gym or hang out with your kids. Just kind of like break the, the track that you're on. But make sure you're not staying in that negative space too long because that actually is a very toxic place to be. And that can lead to like physical problems. And I don't want that for you. I've been there and I don't like it. And I don't want that for you. So when you're experiencing something and you're like, oh, okay, all right. I really don't like this. Uh, You feel it. Allow yourself, like literally two minutes, feel it. And then break away from that feeling and be like, you know what? All right, we're going to get this done and I'm going to get it done because I'm amazing. Go back to your confidence Mm -hmm. list. I'm amazing. I've accomplished so much. Why am I letting this person bother me? You know what? When they get this, I'm going to feel good about this because I accomplished it no matter how they made me feel. And really overcoming those emotions is going to really make you stand out. It's going to make you feel better. This is the only part of our discussion today that I'm actually going to talk about feelings other than need, your need is to show up because you signed up to be a marketing manager. You agreed. So with the perks, you have to deal with the part that you really don't like. And that's okay. Everything has a good and bad. Everything. So that's the the bad sometimes. And it's okay because it's fleeting. The good is this amazing list that you're starting to collect and create. 
So homework, give yourself grace. I want you also to let go of the idea that I need to be everything for everyone because you don't. You need to be you. And the last homework assignment is to create your confidence list. Create it. Every single person who is listening to this right now has a confidence list. They just haven't written it down. (laughs) So write it down and keep track of it. Put a reminder in your calendar once a month, once a week, whatever it is that you're going to check in and just take five seconds while you're in the bathroom or, you know, cooking dinner or waiting for your kids to get off soccer or school. Just take a minute to type that up and send it to yourself and just save it somewhere. So that's it. That's your friend, Melinda. Heart to heart. And Raphael signing off and see you next time. See you next time. Do you need to improve your marketing department and don't know where to start? Fortis OBM offers in-person and virtual one-on-one and group training. Our coaching programs are designed specifically for the marketing department of one and onboarding new team members who are new to the industry. We teach mindset, marketing, and strategy, providing immediate value to your company and marketing department. Whether you're struggling to prioritize your marketing initiatives or need help onboarding a new team member, we have the right solutions for you. To learn more, go to www.fortisobm.com.